This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to the Now News panel on AMI. I'm Alex Smythe, and I'm joined by Juita Gupta and Mike Frost as we explore our final topic for the day. The UN Climate Summit in Dubai wrapped up with some consensus. Nearly 200 countries agreed to transition away from fossil fuels in energy systems. The agreement calls for the tripling of renewable energy capacity. It also calls for a doubling of the annual rate of energy efficiency by 2030. There are criticisms to this agreement, however. Environment Minister Stephen Gilbo would have liked to have stronger language around the use of coal. Advocates say that forms of energy like natural gas appear to be exempt from this agreement. And other advocates feel that there is not enough language about wealthier countries financing this transition overall. So, Mike, I'm going to start with you on this one. How does this deal change your perception on these uh, conferences and this summit? I feel like when you guys were planning the news panel topics for the week, you guys had an inkling I was going to be here because <laughs> cynic and skeptic Mike Ross is going to be here Friday. Let's hit him with all of these great topics. Um, I'm going to I'm going to just basically repeat what I've said previously in the hour. My perception of this is ho hum. Another agreement that looks great on paper, that sounds great in news clips, but. I mean, this is another one that, that we keep kicking down the road that you keep saying the right things and try to do the right things. Um, but there are just way too many countries that either choose not to or just can't. They, 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 economically, they cannot make those changes, whether they can't afford to make the changes or they can't afford to not make changes. Um, so I, I think it's it's... It's interesting policy. It's, it, it certainly sounds great. But how effective we can actually be at making that kind of a change, especially with the energy efficiency, in six years? I mean, we're, we're only a couple of weeks away from 2024. So six years, that's a heck of a turnaround. And I don't know how you make these, these changes and, and let's face it, there's a lot of infrastructure change that would have to be involved here. How do you make that in the next six years, while at the same time living in climates where, like us, where cold can be an issue and home heating is very important? Mm -hmm. I, I just I, I take it with a grain of salt. Joita, I know you have to get out of here at 10 o'clock, so I'm going to give you the platform to uh, take this question any way you would like and, and explore this topic. It's all yours. Well, I would take it with a shaker's worth of salt. Uh, look, on paper, there's a couple of really good features of this policy, not least of which is um, that they are talking at least now, for the first time, there's a genuine acknowledgement that fossil fuels is a problem, uh, which wasn't the case, I think, in previous uh, summits and pre they, they could not actually get consensus around the issue that fossil fuels are a problem. The 
language, which is about transitioning away from, is lukewarm at best uh, because it is riddled with loopholes, um, say around natural gas being one of them. And yet, incremental though it is, it is still progress. The problem is it is too little too late. Um, we have a goal to try and reduce the temperature by 1.5 degrees Celsius uh, by 2050, but it doesn't seem like we're anywhere near achieving that target because the political will just isn't there. Mike makes a really good point about just the scope of infrastructure change that needs to take place to allow countries, especially those with colder climates, to make the transition towards more energy effective options. Uh, but, you know, it's not likely to happen in the blink of an eye. Meanwhile, next year, 2024, is slated to be the hottest on record. So I feel like it's been a lot of talk um, and very little to show for it. I know the scientific community is appalled because, you know, 130 out of 198 countries had, talked, had backed the stronger language, which is phase out mm -hmm. as opposed to transition away. But here we are, we're stuck with transition away. The The thing is, and I, I sort of talked about this last week, is what do you do? You kind of need to have the oil producing states at the table. You can't just go off and do your own thing and leave them out of the conversation. Uh, you have Danielle Smith, uh, the premier of Alberta, saying this is a great policy. And Danielle Smith is uh, not exactly a champion for the, for the environment. Uh, and yet she's happy about it. So I think it's one of those things that has made everybody across the board overall pretty unhappy uh, and it comes with a great sense of urgency around the evolving climate we see more extreme weather and as i said next year is to be the hottest on 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 um on record so you know is it progress sure it's progress whether it actually whether there's actually implementation to back up the lukewarm language that's a whole other kettle of fish but we are really we need to make more haste and we're clearly dawdling when time is running out yeah, absolutely. And, and well, I think, I think politically, if you upset as many people with policy as you do make happy, then maybe you're on the right track. In this case, mm -hmm. though, I think there's just way more indifference and 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 people who just don't believe it can actually happen, uh, as opposed to people supporting or or being uh, against it. So I think the indifference yeah. is really, in many instances, what stops these things from actually moving forward and it costs people in, in their pocketbook and who wants to spend on it a lot of people don't absolutely well thank you both very much for chiming in on this topic and the others that's all the time we have for the now news panel so i want to thank you joita gupta have yourself a wonderful weekend and i'll chat to you thank in you, 2024 alex. thank you alex happy new year Happy New Year. That was Jarita Gupta, the host of The Pulse on AMI-audio. And Mike Ross, thank you so much for chiming in on the news panel as well. But you don't get to go anywhere because I'm going to be talking to you later on in the show. Uh, but coming up after the break, I got the regional news update. And Brock Richardson stops by for a sports chat. You're watching now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv.
Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.